Hello ladies Hi. and gentlemen, my name is Samalet64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... And it's now on 3 Wars Guru. And Steve the American Killjoy. And we are here to discuss the 13th episode of Battlebots 2019. Unlucky for some, we'll find out a bit later on. Um, we have two guests this week. Guest number one, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Orion Beach. I'm from the Scorpios team, Offbeat Robotics. And guest number two. Hi, I'm Oliver. I'm from the ESC Debate Podcast, and I do Beetleweight stuff as well. You do? Oliver, welcome Finish to the... Finish your beetle. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, is that the new Wen Buggle, Bugglebots? Um, I'm going to come to you, Oliver. Are we supposed uh, to talk about blue robots, too? I mean, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we'll talk more about maybe that later. But, um, Oliver, I'm going to come to you quickly. Obviously, you mentioned ESC quickly. I love ESC. I absolutely yeah. adore ESC, and thank you for making it a thing. <laughs> I mean, it started a bit from a from a meme on shunt posting, and, and now here we are. We're we're making a podcast and having a blast doing it. And uh, we had you in the last episode, Sam. So uh, that was that was fantastic. That was such yeah. a good episode. Yeah, I didn't bother. I didn't bother watching that one. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bother either. Something about mastiff. I don't know. I don't know. Massive mastiff. Yeah, that's that's the. I just say, yeah, it's nice to actually see. This is no disrespect to any other podcasters out there do robot combat ones, but it's such an original podcast. That's what I really like about it. It's something different to the norm, and you're you're all of you are brilliant for making it. So thank you for entertaining me over the last few months. I mean, to quickly pitch for people who've not heard it, it's basically a a debate podcast. It's similar to Room One Hundred One, the TV show in uh, the UK. Uh, Basically, we discuss three different robots. Uh, sometimes with guests, and decide whether or not they are worth going to you know, the arena in the sky to be immortalized and memorialized or th- thrown into the pit of oblivion. Uh, it's, it's sort of an either-or thing, um, so debates and votes and it's good all kinds of shenanigans. I, I, mean, I, I love doing that episode. So I had so much fun. <laughs> and Rara still hates me, which is great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I come... think if you Go mention on. Detonator, Rara will hate any yes. of us. <laughs> this is... We're not going to touch that, uh, that, that anyway. She did that in, uh, the first thing I said to her was, so, detonating. <laughs> um, I'm going to come to Orion very quickly. Um, obviously, up to this point, until this episode, 3-0. and That's quite, yeah, the, re- that's quite yeah. the record. Were you expecting that going into this season, or was it, was it very much a surprise in terms of how well you were doing? Um, you know, uh, I'll say it's always tough to know uh, how well your bot's going to do. There's always so many details that you're worried about, and they always, like, shove the mic in whoever's talking to his face and say, so you're going to go all the way, right? And we all have <laughs> Every to go time. Kind of go, it's like, oh, of course you yeah, are. No, I'm going out for round two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone has doubts. So, sure. so here's the thing. You stick the mic in, in uh, Paul Ventimiglia's face, you know, who's the defending champ, and go, so you're going to make it all the way. And instantly, you'll sense, like, doubt. Everyone doubts. Every fight could be a loss. Every fight could be your last fight of the tournament. So it's, it's how it is. Um, I mean, we saw uh, you know, Bronco this season. I'm sure they didn't come into it going, oh, boy, here we go, 0-4. <laughs> oh, wow. we'll, 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 get to, we'll get to that later on, I think, uh, definitely. All right. <laughs> um, but we'll, I'll ask the same question that I asked um, Matt Spurk last week. Obviously, what, if you if you were to grade your season up to this point, what would you have said? You know, was there always room for improvement? Or would you say like you know, so far everything has gone spot on? Um, 
for me, it's it's maybe like uh, eight out of ten, seven out of ten, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the robots, uh, you know, super durable. Um, got a bit of a wheelie issue with this current configuration and and running the kinetic energy blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the floor was really rough this season, rougher than it was last season. It, it undulated so that. bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, it was like surfing. Like, uh, there's an inch difference in some spots of the arena between wow. the panel joints and the center of the panel. Wow. Like, it, you can see when, like, the robots are in the starting squares, like, one corner of the robot will be touching and, like, the other will be, like, way out in space, just, like, mm-hmm. giant shadow underneath it. Wow. Something to watch for uh, when they have that tight shot on the robot. And um, we just had so many problems. Uh, because of that, trying to get the robot to, to stay on the ground and not bounce all over the place. I mean, the center of gravity on this version of Scorpios is a couple inches back and a couple inches up from the previous version, but the uh, we've never had this problem before. So it's been it was one of those things that we were trying to figure out solutions for at the time, and we were really close to weight, so it was not much to adjust. We did a bunch of adjusting on the wedges to try and get them really fixed and, and really good uh, on there. But it, we could see in fights where, um, like our copperhead fight, we would um, our very low to the ground wedge would surf up over a gap and get hit by their spinner and get sent up. Like you could see that happening. Mm. You have to try and fight against it somehow. Uh, with the tools that you got, and it was it was it was a battle. Um, we were super ecstatic that you know we had three wins going into this episode. Uh, but I'll say there's definitely some nervousness in the team when you're doing well, and you know maybe you feel like you've gotten lucky in a couple matches. Uh, it's all in the back of your head, you know. Like, I think it kind of like. I, I think, I, mean, I think you know, saying you were kind of lucky, kind of maybe selling yourself short a little bit. I, I think Scorpius this season so far has been, I mean, every match I've, I've kind of watched, obviously Zach has done a fantastic job driving. I think that's very fair to say. He's, you know, he's turned up and really done a good job and, you know, given, you know, taken everyone to the sword, really. But um, it's, it, I'd say I, I, I've, so far I haven't seen much in the way of weakness. Maybe a little bit of a lack of knockout power, if you like. I don't know. But, uh that was that was the only well, thing I really think of. But go on. Yeah, I think the the hammer saw setup um, doesn't really show as well on TV as a as good as it actually is. Like in our first fight against Copperhead, um, that last shot where we like hit them into the arena floor and they flipped up over forwards. Uh, that shot also bent their quarter inch thick AR four hundred top plate so bad that uh, they had to go rebend it under the press, and there was an imprint of their electronics on this plastic piece that they had underneath it. Oh, no wow. way. So it doesn't hit as hard as, you know, say, Bike Force or something like that, but it's still hitting pretty hard. Uh, I would venture a guess that it's hitting harder than any straight hammer bot has ever hit. Um, we get several seconds of 
of spin-up time in every one of those shots, and that's just more energy stored. And then the hammer, like the arm itself, is like a good 30 pounds, and it, it moves forward quick. Like it also, it, it's, it's very fluid, but it, like whenever you see it, it, it's definitely you know coming down with some force as well as the, the spinning disc, so that's, it's, it's, it's certainly an effective weapon. Like it's, it seems, as I say, it may lack the knockout power, but it's certainly doing damage all the time. Yeah, I, I think it's, it, it definitely isn't going to be a one-shot kill um, unless we're hitting something vital, you know, like an exposed drivetrain where we just happen to glance off some electronics. But uh, our big push for it was um, just just the refing um, in the last couple seasons where we were never able to get 30 seconds of saw time. Yeah. It's, it's one of the reasons why we built Scorpios as a saw robot was to deliver 30 seconds of saw time to one of our opponents and just think that played all the way in. Mm-hmm. And when the refs are not giving you that for whatever reason that they want to come up with, uh, <laughs> you do something different. Yeah. So, uh, I think it works out quite well. I mean, you know, from, you know, ultimately it is doing, you know, something different. And I think, I think it's fair to say at this point your your uh, new kinetic weapon has been better than saw blazes, which is obviously the kind of obvious comparison. But um, I think we kind of saw there was a post, but you know it came in too heavy initially. But it was we'll yeah. we'll talk more about Scorpius a yeah. bit later on with uppercuts. But the, right. the last the last thing I do, I do want to ask uh, my teammate Joe Brown has literally just messaged me and said, uh, "Do you know anything about Rex coming back?" <laughs> That's what he's asked. <laughs> Oh, uh, Rex coming back? Yeah. Um, Dan has ex- expressed a desire. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love uh, that thing so much. Uh, and there's been talks about potentially some kind of weight bonus uh, in the past, um, but we never know about these things until they are, you know, release the new version of the rules. For fair, sure. So, fair enough. Fair enough. But there's uh, there's your answer, Joe, if you're listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is interested. Um, one thing uh, that we definitely had trouble with with Rex was we could never get it to walk to move like the little version Gyrobot. Yeah. So Gyrobot could spin more than a complete circle around balanced on one of its feet. And uh, although it processed kind of slow when it did that, it was like almost unmovable like in the arena, like uh, we have video of a wedge like driving underneath it as it's up on one leg, Gyrobot. And like the robot just moves a couple inches over and falls behind its opponent. Like it's, it's really quite bizarre. So it's a very difficult plot to fight. And it's always kind of been like a one hit KO kind of bot. Um, but without an extra weight bonus like Gyrobot had, Gyrobot was two pounds. It's not it's it worth really it, sort hard. of thing. Yeah, it was really hard to make the same like design choices. So like the early versions of the CAD that I did for Rex, um, I designed it exactly like Gyrobot. So it has a big fork in front with the weapon in the middle of that, and then all the electronics are on the leg, if, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And uh, that assembly and everything just, just weighed so much and then the, the weapon motor was going to have to be exposed out there on the turning arm and or we we're going to have to make some kind of giant
out makes a big difference on the whole dynamics of the system. So you can change the angles and uh, foot placement, and we've tried all kinds of stuff to make the robot walk better, but uh, we could just never get those big swoopy turns, which is really what that robot needs. Yeah, like at this point, you're kind of sacrificing a bit of control, sort of thing. It's not as precise as say, you know, the way you're describing it. It doesn't sound quite as like nimble as the the smaller counterpart. Yeah, and the smaller counterpart, you know, isn't super nimble compared to a regular wheeled yeah. robot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're sacrificing a lot. Yeah, but it also spun, you know, just under a pound of mass in a one-pound weight class. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty significant. <laughs> it one-shotted many robots. Like, it, you know, it derp around the arena a lot like the big one did and bounce all around all over the place and then connect once and then That's launch it. them out <laughs> or, or, or them in one shot. Like, so that was kind of, it was a very Babe Ruth-esque robot. It either struck out or it made a home run and, <laughs> it, you know, won a tournament. So it, it's there's, possible there's, to luck your way through it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's certainly, it's, it's certainly got potential, obviously, whether it's, like, unleashed or it depends on, obviously, the uh, the look on the day. Right. Episode 13, shall we? <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. Right. Let's, let's get started then with a, an all-yellow affair between uh, Breaker Box and Hypershock, but not the one for BattleBots Bingo, sadly. Uh, no. Not this time. But um, interesting that... Um, like Hypershock, they struggled with their stream echo. It's interesting that they went with the uh, the double spinner rather than the single one that's kind of served them so well. I can only assume that was because they realised there wasn't much offensive work that Breaker Box could do. Um, Hypershock, for me, drove really well. I have to say, massive credit to Jim for uh, freeing Hypershock. I think it was three times in the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, great sportsmanship. Great sport. Yeah what it's about it's about being nice to each other apparently <laughs> but it was great because it was a good fight it was, it was it was a good fight yeah it was crazy it was silly it was brilliant i liked it there was good driving um there was some there was good damage destruction that we all love will bales man like he is daft on there <laughs> it's just silly that how good he could do other things literally it was upside down with its weapon not working and he was still able to outmaneuver Okay, I will admit Breaker Box was a bit shagged at this point, but still, you know, <laughs> the point still stands that the man is an incredible driver. And fair play to Breaker Box, because it, it, went, it went the distances quite, didn't it? It did. No, it didn't. No, it, 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 it was basically, it was basically the distance. It was basically the distance. Almost the distance, three seconds to go or something like that. But, um, yeah, I'm a bit upset that Breaker Box hasn't performed as well as we hoped it would, to be honest. Partly because I predicted it to do very well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Jim was saying in this episode about having old components that were maybe a bit tired and you know, he just needed a bit of an update. But I think this was perhaps Breaker Box's most confident fight so far. I would say so. Uh, Particularly that's... the lift it got in a, on, on Hypershock right at the start and threw yeah. it into the screws. You know, it, you could see the potential uh, that it has to do well in BattleBots, you know, even yeah. outside of its, its live performances. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's been a tough a tough season for them and mm. uh, i really hope that uh well if jim isn't going to bring back a, a new nightmare <laughs> he was suggesting he might uh that yeah i think with a bit of work breaker box could be a, a real contender again next year 
it's yeah, it's gone. it's it it, it it was one of those. It was one of those fights. I mean, I, I, I guess you could you could say this fight competes with its fight against Falcon as being one of its better fights of the season. Um, it's it's just I, I just feel bad for for Breaker Box, you know, because it's like you know it's got that potential and you know it's 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 gone up against robots and it's it's come out the other end almost fully functional. Uh, but Hypershock's just a, a, a different breed, I guess, for this time around. Um, I'm, I'll say I'm very I, impressed that he's managed to keep it working and it's gone three and one. Hypershock yeah, this season, which is a, great. And it only, and it only lost to Bite Force. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really leveled it, up. It did a lot better against it than it did yeah. last season. So. Yeah, and it lasted three minutes against Bite Force. It was only a judge's decision that stopped it from exactly. from total domination. I'm uh, so excited uh, to see how it does in the in the bracket. Yeah. If it makes it. Well, if it doesn't yeah. make it, I will be pissed. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> it pretty much deserves it. it. One loss to Bite Force. Dominant wins over... You know, Monsoon, yeah. uh, Breaker Box, and Valkyrie. You know, I, yeah. I would say they're, they're pretty much confirmed. I'd hope Definitely. so, anyway. You'd, you'd like to think so. Um, Ryan, anything to add? Yeah, I'll say that I was very impressed that um, Hypershock's been running as well as it has been. Uh, I'm, they're running a, you know, a new brushless drive setup that they hadn't run previously um, in kind of the off-season at one of the Florida events they tried kind of a, a cluster brushless drive set up and had very bad luck with it. Mm-hmm. And so, they were working uh, on it for like the whole event. I was in, the, I, I was down the table from them and I, w- Will and his team were just, just, just sweating over that robot, trying to get it, to, just trying to get it in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, kind of par for the course for, for Will, like he's, it, he definitely puts in the work ahead of time, but he's mm-hmm. definitely kind of known for kind of getting it all together at the last minute. Um, I think this robot, this version of Hypershock was probably a little bit better in, than previous ones when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I really have no idea how much like actual experience he had with that drive setup until it was like at the event driving. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, either way, he's 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 driven the wheels off it. I mean, the, the, just the, the way it was maneuvering as, as well—it's just absurd. It was so yeah. so upside fast. down. I know. It you was, know? Yes, it's so fast as well. Like. My my goodness. Bouncy. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of my favorite spots just on looks alone. Oh yeah, like, sure. it looks it, like a Hot Wheels toy. It's yeah. great, isn't it? Oh. It's it's like a, a little RC car with a de- a death it's blade RC, on the front. It's great. It's an RC monster truck. Man. Yeah, so we we say that Onslaught in Robot Wars was the the, the most fun RC car over there. That we I think we have a a. a uh... oh, Psycho Sprout, come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so Breaker Box. I think they finished at one and three this year. Yeah, I think considering the age of the machine, like, I think that's not bad going. No. Realistically, I mean, you know, they, they, they lose two. They lost to Uppercuts, um, which is a thing. Um, Hypershock and who was the other one they lost to? Oh, it was um, Bloodsport last week, wasn't it? Bloodsport. Yeah. Yep. So there's not bad losses really you look at the three teams they've lost to and you kind of think well yeah they're all fairly decent it's just it's kind of a shame that it could have been much better i think for breaker box i think that as we all said the kind of the potentials there just didn't happen this time just the thoughts of what could have been that's all you know yeah and i know he'll come back with something stronger because that's just that's That's, what you do that's what jim does as well he's a he's an experienced guy he's not you know he's not a fool um we shall progress though to well, what I thought was really funny because I thought Yeti just absolutely dwarfed 
tantrum in this fight. It was <laughs> tantrum is so small. It looks like a middleweight. It it's really ridiculous. does. Aaron Hill has built something. I, I reckon he's lying. I, that's my dog. I reckon he's lying. <laughs> that's not a hundred. That's not two hundred fifty pounds. That's that's nothing. It's tiny. Where does he keep all the weight? It's, it's Sweeney Todd painted orange. It is. It is. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying. Um, I have to say, tantrum did fairly well, all things considered. Like I, I think it could have gone a, a lot worse. Not a bit bit. It could be. It, it, it's but tantrum's known to be durable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, as far as the externals are concerned, anyway, and non and you know non-existing fists, um, but which just fell off in the beginning, which was yeah, they just fell off this time. <laughs> I mean, there was no spectacle there at all, was there really? But it just got chewed, really, didn't it? But, but it did manage to withstand a lot of punishment, um, and then Yeti got a few good, really good smacks in, and I think that might have been what did it really. Yeah, Yeti's drum really has kind of this this season that like like they kind of. I think they said it themselves. They don't have the biggest connections. They don't have the biggest uh, engagement. That's the word I'm after. It's it's weird. It, it like it'll it'll grind and cause sparks, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, get one decent smack in, and that'll do it. <laughs> but it just um, and then you'll get that rainbow been, hit. You know what I mean? Oh Where yeah, it's worked. It's definitely worked for them. Um, can't can't fault that. I mean, it's only losses against Bite Force this season. If I'm as right well. thinking, yeah, as well, yeah. So just decision. Very even, similar. Yeah, there, to there, there are some there are some people who think Bite Force should have lost, but well, you know, we, 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 we'll gloss over that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Greg has really got Yeti in a play. You know, we're looking at it maybe at the start of the season, thinking, oh, it doesn't quite look as good as uh, as previous we all as that. previous versions. <laughs> but mm. you know, he's I think he's got it to a point where it suits his driving style it grinds a little bit it allows him to keep going forward and and on but also as we said get that one or two big hits to really uh to really deal the damage and i think losing the forks in the last couple of fights that he's had has certainly he doesn't he doesn't need them no he doesn't need them i think i think it works more of a hindrance hindrance, really yeah those uh those little prongly i mean the way i look at it is those that were literally just there to take damage and lose yeah. some damage points. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, if you if you've been watching uh, King of Bots out there, anyone who has been, um, Tantrum, it's not Tantrum itself. But it's it's a very similar machine called Boxing Champion, I believe. Uh, it's actually been yes. performing quite well. Um, I think Tantrum was built before that. It's kind of you kind of see the evolution between the two machines. Um, Tantrum finished at two and two. I think they can be kind of. I mean, they they lost to I think yourself, wasn't it, Orion and Yeti? I believe were the only two losses. Uh-huh. So, not a bad season, really. <laughs> All things considered, like you, you think Tantrum, it's kind of had a bit of a, you know, a poor season. You know, finished two and two. It's you can't really knock that, really. Yeah, it's come a it's... long way to selling a Bent's Bachelor, hasn't it? Let's put it that way. <laughs> it has, be- especially for, for its new weapon design. Yeah, yes. having done as well as it has, and yeah. you know, we we saw that really uh, sort of early test video that they put out ages and ages ago and you can see that you know the weapon does have the power if it can get the bite and with a little bit more refinement i think mm. as the king of bots version is showing mm. yeah it, it 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 could be a more of a contender going forward hopefully i think yeah, so definitely yeah i think so um anything more to add anyone mm-hmm. yeti at three and one i think they're they're pretty much a lock for the tournament so yeah i think so. that's that's uh, a that's that's pretty much wrapping it up there They've got the same sort of thing going for them as um, uh, Hypershock, haven't they? Three very dominant wins, and then and oops, to the reigning champion. That's nothing yep. to be sneaked at. So. Nope. Ryan? No, that's all. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to, to point out is this is Aaron Hill's second combat robot. You count the first version of 
That's, yeah, a, that's quite impressive cool. then, considering that then. So, like, it, it's not really... He's not really gone through the lower weight classes to say most people do. It's kind of... He's gone straight in at the at the deep end, so to speak. And, it's you know, you can, you can see the improvement, like, already from season to season. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine what's going to happen. Say they come back next, next season and this thing's going to be chucking things all over the place, hopefully. <laughs> it's good to see that uh, Farouk pulled out another tantrum as well, which is always... Uh, well, yeah. He's, so, he's, so it's good to see. <laughs> uh, love that. Love that man so much. Um, we'll move on to... I, I don't want to call this a nothing fight. But, uh, I mean, I kind of... For me, I kind right. of felt that these, these two... I, I kind of think they're both out of contention. I mean, Copperhead, maybe. But... Warhawk, as, as we know, they went through the Desperado. Didn't quite uh, work out for them as they would have liked. Actually, it was quite a good fight, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think Copper oh, yeah, Copper did a great job. Um, they did what they needed to do. Warhawk, and the, I mean, the, they changed controller, which clearly worked. Yeah. Or, or it was it helped certainly. The, the the issues that we're facing, you know, it just it just looked so much more smooth around the arena. But you know, Copperhead turned up and did the business and. Chewed him up. And that was that. <laughs> just, just, I just feel bad for Warhawk the way they landed outside of the screws. I mean, that is just the most unlikely yeah. land. <laughs> but, but, but that one hit from Copperhead that sent him into the screws. I mean, Jesus, backwards. Yeah. That was insane. Yep. I mean, even Kenny went a bit crazy for that one, and he doesn't go crazy anymore. No, he doesn't really. <laughs> but it was, it was just. I mean, Copperhead, we've all agreed that hasn't been at its best this season. It's had some good moments, um, but it has been quite unlucky. It was nice to see it actually working to its full potential. Yeah, yeah. I think if, if we'd have seen this Copperhead at the start of the season, you know, who knows, maybe we would, we would see them in the uh, in the bracket. I think it's just going to be a, lit, you know, a day late and a dollar short this time, but mm-hmm. there's certainly potential. And you know, I think within a season, this, this machine could be in the upper echelons of the... Uh, of the uh, of the pantheon, I suppose, wouldn't it? But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's an interesting situation. Uh, oh, also, shout outs to Hal Rucker. Uh, he loves his mini bots, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it was great. It was great to see. You'll you. know. Yes. <laughs> that the worst stop decimation was a, a nice thing. A nice little little tied up tied up spot there. Like, look, look, just put a bow on that. You know. It's yeah, all, I think it's, Hal, it was, it was Hal nice. somewhere has just started punching the air, just watching Copperhead, yep. you know, chasing down. <laughs> That's his present. <laughs> get it, get it, come on, get it. <laughs> um, Oliver. Hello. What did what did you reckon? <laughs> uh, I mean, Copperhead is. I I didn't. I wasn't sure how to call this one, but you know, Copperhead's not been having a a great season compared to to Poison Arrow's run in 2016. Um, so it was, it was nice to see it. You know, get some some get some good solid hits in and uh, and get a a good win before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty a pretty good showing. Uh, I I do feel bad for Warhawk. I know they had the the run last year and just just making the tournament last year with that play in against uh, what was it Endgame and Brutus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a it, it it was just they they came up a little short this time. And I think they they'll, they'll go back to the drawing board and maybe uh, just uh, just look into some of the things that maybe just didn't go perfectly this time. It's clearly uh, not and, a bad and, machine, is it? Yeah. Like no, not at all. There's potential there, and I think they've. They did have who did they fight? They fought Petunia and they fought Hydra, and Hydra's obviously had a phenomenal season, so yeah, can't really complain too much. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to come to Orion again quickly. Obviously, you fought Copperhead earlier in the season. You, you know, how... Were you, were, you, were you nervous going into that fight against them? Or was, like, you know, do you... How highly do you rate that as a machine? Well, uh... uh Zach Casey, uh... You know, filled, you know, pretty terrible thoughts. Um... Uh, I will say, uh... They were... They were in the test box a lot, uh... Before our fight, uh... Trying to get the weapons to, um... Set up correctly. And it seems like they are having, you know, some brushless, uh really didn't look like a hundred percent when I came to that. So that I mean that definitely goes uh has you thinking like a different strategy potentially, especially with a control bot like ours. Like if we can get them spun down once potentially we could just, you know, keep them from spinning it up ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh if they're having spin up problems. Mm-hmm. We still ended up, you know, having to take some big hits and, and do some repairs and, and that robot does hit hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I say I, th- I think within a season, you know, you kind of dial out those kind of new bot issues as we've kind of we mentioned all season. That, you know, these things do take time to like take a while to bed in and you know battle harden them, so to speak, if you like. And you know, this this machine, you know, it's gone two and two. I think they can be happy with that. I think they're just going to miss out on the bracket this time, but you never know. We might see them. Uh, we might see them next week. Who knows? We'll uh, we'll have to wait mm-hmm. and see. I suppose we must come to our good friend, Mr. Brewster. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. So I, I did speak to him about this before, because I, I did have a bit of prior knowledge to uh, this season who they were actually fighting, and I knew they fought Bite Force. And um, I was like, what was your reaction when you found out you fought Bite Force? And they said they thought it was a joke. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, poor Monsoon, man. They've been put through the ringer this year, haven't they? We did say... I can see why, because obviously they, yeah. they finished top eight last time around, so they right. are considered yeah. a top tier machine this time around. Yep. Um, but god damn it, bro! <laughs> it wasn't really yeah. much of a fight, really, was it? Sadly, it wasn't. No, much. That, that's not me being a, that's not me being horrible. Just it wasn't much of a fight. You, you know, yeah, I mean, talking of, of new bot issues, you know, Tom's, as far as I know, has changed. You know, a lot of the the internals of of Monsoon from from last time round. Yeah. And I think, yeah, maybe 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 too much too quickly. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully, you can you can work on that for next season. Um, because yeah, it's it's been quite disheartening seeing uh, Monsoon lose as as often as it has in the ways that it has so far this season. And yeah, I lost the Bite Force. No disrespect, but it wasn't. Uh, it didn't put up much of a fight. No. Considering their only win this year is against. Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that. That that's kind of crazy to me, you know. I mean, I think I think we could maybe you know, maybe forgive them and maybe look towards you know a, a, a top sixteen spot if they had beaten um, Valkyrie. But you know, because you know, I lost to Hypershock again. Hypershock doing so well, no shame in that. But uh, yeah, it's it just hasn't, it hasn't not, it, like things just haven't, haven't gone, gone their way, has it? Really? Like, you know, obviously they have had a tough draw. The fight against Valkyrie, yes, they you know I think they got hit. Right on the weapon motor, right at the start, and that yeah, was yeah, yeah. unlucky. Um, and to get bite force as well, you know, it's just never going to be an easy challenge. But um, bite force at four and zero again, like, pfft, I mean, this, I mean, this this uh, streak how, how, is ridiculous. How many battles has it gone now? It's, it's if you include if you include the rumble from 
the end of season two, which I it don't. would be. Oh, I do, I do, sorry, I do. Sorry, I thought you were going to say the it Mars. Would be, <laughs> it would be thirteen, I believe. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 silly. Because <laughs> they won because they won eight. They won eight last year, and yep. then four they won year. four so far. And then if you include the Rumble, then thirteen. And that's and, just, that's and just... still Chomp is laughing out there <laughs> because they <laughs> beat by force. Um, we have to give Bite Force enormous credit. You know, Bonsu's not an easy opponent to fight. Let's be real here. Like it, it finished top eight last year for a reason. It's a damn good machine, and Bite Force. It's got, it's got bigger reach as well. It's exactly, exactly. But Bite, Bite Force, this like it's, it's every fight. It's systematic. At every time, they just managed to somehow extract a little bit more. Yeah, and I thought Monsoon had a chance here, you know, with that bigger motor that they put in the and the, I mean, it's it, it just it, they needed to get just the perfect hit on the side, and I I thought they could do it, but man, he yeah, just you know, can't stop Paul. You know yeah, well, just the trouble with Bite Force is that it's so low, and those wedgelets are so well designed, and the the, the weapon is so reliable that it's it's just perfect in all the right places. Uh, and I think with the with the, you know, the tilting chassis on Monsoon, it it, you know, it, it was going to be fairly you know, easy for for Bite Force to get get a hit in. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm asking Ryan, how do you beat how do you beat Bite Force? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you bribe well, him? Uh, it... <laughs> the the big thing I think is uh, you got to play the web team on the level that he's playing it, and. Uh, his current setup is, you know, has proven to get underneath pretty much everyone. So, uh, if I were designing a special front end the fight fight force, it would have uh, vertical, uh, kind of triangular pieces, and quite a few of them with down stops so that they don't drop too low and get stuck in the screws. But I would be trying to slide in between uh, all those little wedges, or at least. Uh, if some of mine go over the top of uh, his, uh, we'd be held away and I can back off and again. But I think if you're not playing the wedge game against him, you're just not going to be winning. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, unless you're huge, I suppose. But, uh... <laughs> right. That would be interesting. <laughs> that's the thing about right. it as well. I mean, Bite Force, when you look at it, it doesn't look like it should be as good as it is. That's not me being horrible, but it's got exposed sides. It's a really flat top robot, so it's got exposed top. The weapon isn't the biggest, as we've already assumed. There's much bigger meteor spinners out there, but it's just such as. But it's just little things like those wedgelets at the front and the good driving that work. That just work, and it's it's incredible. Yeah, and you know, again, cool. bite force is just it's just perfect in all the right areas. You know, they've not necessarily gone too far out and too over the top and too overpowered. They're just keeping everything. Just as it needs to be, you know, just mm. enough drive power, just enough weapon power, uh, just to keep everything running smoothly and reliably. And yeah, they, it's just a, it's such a, a finely tuned machine. Yeah, and it's not to say that things don't go wrong in that robot because Paul says at the end of matches that his his pit crew basically they go through the robot and they look for things that that went wrong and then they just fix them and then there's there's less things that go wrong in future matches. So 
it, it, does that mean like bite force is just going to become this super god like thanos power god that you just can't beat ever <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it now i mean i, I honestly think paul van media has sold his soul to the devil or something <laughs> it's just ridiculous the new the new villain oh. of marvel phases four and five is just driving it around <laughs> He's just going to snap, and then, you know, at the beginning of a fight, and his opponent's just going to fall over, half, and that's half, it. Half, half the battle box field disappears <laughs> after every time, every time. yeah. Mm. I don't know. It, it's just it's just an unstoppable force of nature, and, it, yeah. you know, it, if anything does beat it this season, it will be a very, very... I, I, I can only imagine a worthy winner, because it's just, it's it just unstoppable. Be, yeah, it's, it's definitely a moment... Of um, it's probably going to be the biggest moment in the reboot, I'd say. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. like the, the, the streak, the stop the streak. Especially yeah. since it, it's it's the clear one seed at this point, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I mean there's, there's, there's no ifs or buts. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, Tombstone's going to be in the lower, the lower, uh, uh, the, the not the lower, but the, the lower the part lower of the top eight. eight. Yeah, the so, yeah, the lower high eight. Yeah. yeah, between five and between five and eight, basically. That's what yeah, I, think, I, I think. I think so. I think that's fair. I mean, realistically, from the current BattleBots field, who do we think could beat Byteforce? Yeah, no, notwithstanding who King might or Pit. might not get into I'd the, love to uh, see Huge again. Witch yeah, Doctor. me too. Witch Doctor, yep. I, maybe. May, Witch Son Doctor, of maybe. Maybe Son of Wild. She could take the Wedge. We're all forgetting the obvious piece. Obviously, it's going to be Scorpios. Obviously. Definitely <laughs> 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 be interesting, too. Well, I think, yeah, Orion, what you were saying about the Wedge game, I think Hydra is playing the Wedge game very, very well this season. Um, so I, I think Hydra could be in with a chance. It's a, it's a very decent machine. It's a very, very decent machine. It's got a good opportunity to... Uh... The hey, uppercuts and things. I wouldn't be surprised. Well <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, I, well, I actually think the next one of the next two teams could beat Bike Force, and I know that sounds ridiculous, but I do. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. So um, obviously, the next fight was between Free Shipping and Railgun Max. Uh, Railgun Max could have had a perfect season. Didn't quite happen. They lost to uh, Free Shipping in the end this time. Free Shipping has really come on strong in these last two fights. Yes, it has. Yeah. Good fight as well. Wasn't it was. It, it was, it was fantastic. And I can understand why it was a split decision, and I can understand why Bite Force was picked. Although I will admit, I was actually genuinely surprised because I thought with the wheel gone, I thought that the judges were going to go for railgun, mm. basis on damage. But I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was a wrong decision. I'm just saying I was genuinely shocked. You got to consider damage being uh, not the fact that free shipping did damage to Railgun Max, but the fact that Railgun Max like loses points on damage for their weapon system breaking and also hitting their mini bot. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mini, help. But that's it. The mini bot. Um, the mini bot rule. There we go. Well, I don't know. Hey, it's still part of your robot. You know, yeah. don't 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 hit your own team. Yeah. Gary Jim was a, he was he was he wasn't pulling punches in this one. No, but I think he can clearly like. There clearly was an opportunity for them to get into the top 16. I think, you know, they wouldn't have paired free shipping with Ralga Max who were at 3-0 if there, if there wasn't, right? Right. So, yeah. what do you think? I mean, they're going to they're be on the bubble, surely. Yeah, I, I have them on, like, the outer eight at this point, you know. I mean, who, who like... they, lost, they, lost to, they lost to Hydra, who had a perfect run, and they lost to... Um, who was it? Was it Yeti? Yeti. Yeti. So, who, who, yeah. had a great, who had a great run as well. Yeah. yeah. So and yes, he's been yes, he's been a brilliant player for the last two seasons. Okay, what was it? Top four in season two, and top it was in the top year. eight. Last no, it was top, top sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. He lost the whip 
didn't it? Yeah. There's like eight teams I have on the bubble. I am so like, like this season. I have no idea. It's just it's just a who's oh, who. Oh, it's stupid, isn't it? How the hell are we <laughs> to predict this stuff? They're not making it easy for us. Um, yeah. I'll give down Robotiers. Make some crap robots for a game, please. <laughs> just whatever a, happened uh, to Wood just Armor. Have a thirty-way rumble <laughs> to decide the champion. Oh, please. And anyone please. who's yeah, anyone who's you. actually still running at this point, put put them back in. Um, I'm going to give some credit to Terrell because obviously they did lose this fight. Eventually, they you know I want to say not their luck had to come to an end, but like you know the the, the run that they've been on, you know it couldn't last forever. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Definitely. Um. It was. I mean. They they put they gave they gave free shipping as good as a fight as they could give it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And they got, they gave out some great hits at the start when the weapon was working. And going split decision against a spinner killer. I mean, yeah. uh, one of the biggest biggest uh, best drivers in the business, considering this is their first time in the US. I want to say is it their yeah. first time in the US? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no there's no disgrace in that at all. Yeah, I think I, I think it was a it, it was a a good test I think for for Railgun Max because they've they've had a few opponents that really maybe weren't up to the caliber because we didn't know the power of Railgun Max at, at, at the beginning of the tournament where you had Mad Catter and it, the Splitzy incident. Uh, and then you had <laughs> Shellshock. Shellshock and Shellshock did what Shellshock did. From and then who? you had... Yeah, and then you had Wan Hu, uh, which... basically acted like a green shell in Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And Wan Hu is surprisingly durable, and that fight went the full three minutes. So, I mean, this was a, 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 a step up in competition, I think, for... For, for railgun and and free shipping free shipping's record doesn't show how how good of a robot it is i think no, uh, okay. where it, it's it's record what is it what is it uh two and two and one of those losses being by judges so it's it's it and it's had some tough competition so this was a a, a good test for for both machines and i think i think both uh, came through quite well the, yeah i think so uh I, I mean it doesn't help it doesn't help railgun a, a loss never helps but uh, I, it's it, it, it was a, a good a good win for Gary, and I think maybe he can start to make an argument. Maybe he can be like creeping on the bubble. You know what I mean? It, your, it depends. Your prediction may be safe, Sam. Well, this is this is it. You know, I'm, I'm... I like I like how all three of us made predictions, and they've all been they're all gone. Sort of, poop. They're, they're all they've all gone horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this much. I will say this much. You know, I think I, I, I do want to watch Ryan again. Like. The standard of the Chinese teams this season, obviously, compared to, say, the US teams. I, I know I've asked. I think I've asked pretty much everyone who's been on this season. Like, what what do they think? You know, do you see more teams from China coming over and like being at this level now, or is like, like what do you think? I think the the China fighting robot scene has come up quite a bit in the last few years, and mm. uh, I mean, it, we'll see what the BattleBot selection committee. Uh, is going to do with that, but I'm going to, you know, guess there's going to be more teams from China that are going to be trying to get on the battle bot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the bots are really strong. I, I think uh, one thing will be interesting to see is if we're going to get some more variety from China, more than kind of small drum spinner two-wheel drive robots, or if that's <laughs> going to be kind of what they want to apply with. Yeah, because I liked I, when I watched the original season of King of Bots, the first one. I loved Greedy Snake. I loved the Clamper robots. You yes. know, I I I, I like I like robots that that, that kind of have a little bit of a theme, and they also do a little bit more than just beat the crap out of you. Uh, they they dominate the round. You know what I mean? So I I, I see what you mean, Orion. So I, like I like like I, I mean, I know, I know I'd love to see two barbecue come over here because <laughs> I love that robot. <laughs> Who uh, doesn't? Uh, but it's another it, it's another spinner. You know, so you don't want to see. 
more more spinners. We already have so many over here. So I th I think I think the selection committee will hopefully bring us a, a nice a nice uh, array. Uh, I'm sure they will. Do. You know, because sure we want. We, we want season five, man. <laughs> don't, don't we just? Don't we just? Um, I suppose we best move on to Orion. <laughs> oh dear. So, so going going into this fight, I mean, obviously you've seen uppercut. They kind of they started very slowly. They've obviously got a lot better throughout the season. I think it's fair to say. Would you were you concerned by them, or did you think you know you felt like you kind of got their number? Uh we were definitely concerned by them. So uh, they've got a lot of reach, and that vertical spinner, uh, you know, it, it hits way out there. And so if we have our arm forward and they're hitting the side of it, like that could be, you know, uh, kind of a repeat, you know, versus rotator. Like it's, it's built much stronger this year, but it could still get really mangled up. And so that's something that we were always, you know, worried about. Um We'd also been having, you know, some kind of new version issues, like I was saying, like we couldn't get the thing to, like, stay on the ground when we were accelerating. Uh, so uh, it was definitely something uh, to be concerned about. And um, one of the things that I'm not sure that paid off going into that fight was maybe some of our pre-fight strategy where we are kind of hoping we would be able to out-turn out them, uh, you know, shoot around and get them to gyro a bit and then uh, kind of get to take some shots uh, in that front diagonal kind of direction next to their weapon. But, uh, you know, uh, sounds like a great plan until you get punched <laughs> in the face. I will, I will say that that first shot they got on was perfect. So, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's very rare that you guys take damage. I think that's like, not, not, not take damage, but like, you know, take a hit where you can't really recover from it. You know, it takes a lot to kill Scorpios. I think is a fair to, fair comment, and I think that was a big crippling blow. The, the, I'm sorry, oh, Orion, but the the only thing that killed Scorpios was the screws in season two. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Steve, you had to bring that one up, didn't you? <laughs> That's a low blow, man. <laughs> Steve, Steve, we can talk Steve. about that later if you want. Okay. <laughs> But um, you know, uh, they, yeah, they, they I mean, a lot of respect to, to Alex and the and the whole uppercut team. Like that that bot hit hard, and um, uh, we definitely uh, you know got uh, knocked out, got KO'd by them. They were using so a new bar this fight as well, weren't they? Um, yeah, they were. They weren't using the fist. Did that give them more reach? <laughs> I think it's the same reach, but I think there are um, either there's some damage to the fist, uh, or the, they were worried about breaking it. Yeah. Uh, they should have asked Tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> borrow, borrow one of their fists. I don't know. Um, I will. Say, I will say, you know, up and go. On. No, go, on. no you go ahead. You, you, you start talking first. You go my, ahead, boss. My. my uh... My other thing was in this fight, uppercut. Like, they've really turned this their season around. Like, they, they I think they lost in a rumble with was it Tantrum and Mammoth? I want to say. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. They beat Mammoth. Tantrum, separately. It was it was Jasper, Jasper, Jasper and that's um, it. It was Jasper. Yeah. So they kind of started really slowly, and just since then they've had like this huge wave of form. Obviously, beating Orion yourself, you know. Yeah. Like, wow! <laughs> it's like they like I could, I thought this was a joke, but. <laughs> So did I. 
I just want to quickly say, fair play to them, because, I mean, this is the first time Scorpius' wheels, I think, have been hit, isn't it? Which is incredible. You think of all the robots that could probably be the first one to do it. You don't think uppercut, do you? Let's be fair now. Nope. Mm. And it was just such a perfect shot. It was it was great. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, you guys didn't get your perfect run. You know, four and zero would have been a mate. You know, did you ever think in a million years you'd get to four and zero? You know, we were we were optimistic going in. You know, we, we always try and you know take every fight seriously and and go in there. And uh, I was actually, uh, I'll say, um, before the match. I was actually hoping that we were going to get. And again, this is no offense to um, Uppercut. I was hoping we were going to get one of the the upper echelon bots, you know, one of the top sixteen from uh, from last season. Yeah, that's what I was really hoping our fourth fight was going to be. Because uh, in in many ways, to the selection committee, a loss against one of those robots, like if it's a good spectacular match, is still not really a loss. Yeah, right. And I, I was definitely wanted the robot to take like some top end hits because mm-hmm. I knew there were some gremlins lurking in our setup that we were kind of lucking by on. And, and we did get those top-end shots from Uppercut, just, uh, you know, different than, than what I thought we might get. That's interesting. I was I, I was talking a little bit about that uh, last week where we had uh, a, a, some, somehow the discussion got on to uh, matchups and, like, how certain matchups can hurt robots. Like, for example, anyone who's fought Bronco this season – it, it didn't help your record, unfortunately, because they were absolute crap this year, and it's not their fault. It just happened, you know. You, you can't you can't plan for stuff like that. No, you can't. Everyone thinks they're going to be Bronco, you know what I mean? Uh, and then, uh, I mean, who thought Bombshell was going to go 0 4 again? But everyone who fought Bombshell, your, your records hurt. Uh, but no one thinks that. Uh, so it, yeah, it, it it's it's tough because some some robots you want to you want to fight high high caliber or high echelon uh, robots. Uh, and to, to bolster your record, so even 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 if you lose to them, at least you lost to a good bot. You know what I mean? Uh, or if, if if you beat them, at least you weren't the like you weren't one of the four wins that somebody like like they, they weren't an zero and four bot. You know what I mean? Like you, they were supposed to be beaten. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you, you want to get wins against robots. It, it seems like you want to get win. You want to get wins against robots that are like three and one, where their only losses to you. Uh, so the, 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 to to show that you you're beating high caliber machines uh and it, it's tough when you don't get the matchups that you want uh but i guess that's all that, that's all part of the show and i mean it's it, it's a tournament in, in the end and it's a, I mean, a show first tournament second i get that but uh yeah it's it, it's an interesting interesting conundrum with the fight with the fight card format it's super entertaining but yes it does hurt some teams in a way yeah yeah I, yeah like we definitely have this thing to saying uh in our team like if you're fighting tombstone you're not losing no yeah. no way and it, it sounds weird but like uh look at the fight with gruff yeah like they didn't win that fight but like well uh, there's a bunch of people out there who thought they should have yeah um i mean i think i think the judge's call was correct but even still they put up a good match against tombstone so for them as a team that's a win even though it's a loss on their record yeah right yeah, a, a, a good loss is better than a, a an easy win, so, sort of thing. I think um, I can't remember, was it was it Moldy who said that about Bombshell like way earlier in the season? I think it might have been. He, he kind of felt that his his fight against Duck was better than his fight against uh, Bombshell. I don't know, one of those things. Mostly because of Duck's record, you know, and who they fought, exactly. and who they won against, yeah, you yeah. know. 
Do you want to be game of chess? I don't know. Yep. Um, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm happy to say that I underestimated Uppercut this year. I think Charlie said it all earlier in the season. I think after the Mammoth fight that uh, that I'd been, you know, I, I'd written off Uppercut. And uh, no, they've done they've done really well, and I I hope they're considered for the for the bracket. But but equally, you know, so is Scorpius. You know, Ryan, you've yeah. made a really really great machine. Um, you know, there's a robot over here, or there was called uh, Vulture that uh, uh, competed in Robot Wars Series 10, had a very mm-hmm. similar sort of spinning hammer setup, and they never quite got it going. So I'm, I'm really really good to see that you know it's it, the design's being explored, and yeah, you really really seem to have pulled it off. Um, like you were saying earlier about the damage that it's been doing, and yeah, I'm just excited to see where you take the robot going forward because. It's really, you know, high, uh, Scorpius has really leveled up this series, and yeah, you know, they so. yeah. fully, fully deserve their place on the the Remars All Stars uh, lineup. Oh, Absolutely, nice. <laughs> uh, that's uh, very nice to hear. So one of the things that uh, I'll give away the secrets because I always give away all 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 secrets. I'm a total open book when it comes <laughs> to this stuff. So one of the things that makes the Scorpius hammer saw different from the other ones of that type like Vulture and saw blades is you'll notice our our blade is a single tooth disc, which isn't like totally unique, but the back side, the non-hitting counterweight side, is perfectly circular. So as the blade comes down, if we hit with the non-tooth side first, it's just a round disc and it's not going to push the arm away at all ah. before the single tooth comes in. So if if we hit with the, the round round part and the arms just still holding down on top of their opponent on top of our opponent that tooth is going to come down and 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 hit and we won't be pushed away from from our opponent. Mm-hmm. It's just like small small designs um, like that. It just like just like tiny little considerations. You know, can 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 vary fights either way. It's just crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. Yeah, I, the, I, I completely the, echo the sentiments of Oliver. I think, you know, Scorpios this season has been phenomenal. And, uh, I, hope see, I hope we get to see some more of it. <laughs> yeah. Me too. The last weird thing about that design that I figured out in this design process is uh, a lot of people just think that the armor is going to just shoot right back up uh, when you hit something. And the way that all the geometry works out is most of the time the arm is going to get pulled forward and not really be pushed up as much. So it, it spins down. Uh, funny internet meme. It spins down just like Planet. <laughs> and, um, so when it hits, you can kind of think of it it's pulling forward or pushing our opponent further into our wedge more than it is getting pushed away. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. It's, 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 it's like, just, I say, like tiny little design features like that. You know, obviously, for example, we, we can compare it to, say, Sawblaze. You know, Sawblaze has got that kind of jagged dragon head disc sort of thing. You know, that, that's going to make contact somehow. But whereas, obviously, you guys, you know, it keeps the momentum going round even when it's stuck. That's very clever. I, I, just, I like things like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Can you give us any teasers for, for Scorpius yes. going forwards, Orion? Can you give teasers? us any teasers for, for Scorpius going forward? Any design ideas you might have? Um, well, there's, 
there's an obvious weight issue that we have, um, yeah. and I think this is actually one of the few applications in BattleBots that I think could be fixed with magnets. Because we don't, we're very close. We're very close to not wheeling. So I think some magnetic downforce in the right spot could uh, really make the robot stick to the floor really well and not flip over backwards like it was doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, was like, I think I think there's yeah. At this point, you've got a very solid base. I think it's just like small, like fe- you know, fettling. So to, to make it you know just even better than what it is, it's just it, there's not much. I don't know. I don't know how to like put it, but there's there's, a, there's already a very solid base, and I think there's only small improvements that need to be made for for my untrained eye, I suppose. But obviously, I'm sure you've got a lot of uh, lot of ideas going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think we might try uh, you know developing a wedge specifically for vertical spinners. We definitely found that we were going through uh, kind of what was supposed to be the everything armor for Scorpio uh, kind of quickly. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we might try something that uh, is a little bit more tuned to fight vertical spinners, since there are so many. Yeah, it's you know it's, it's definitely the uh, the big meta these days. Yeah, I suppose we better uh, talk about the main event of the season. Probably like it's been kind of building up ever since that kind of promo, you know, washing machine throwing contest way back when. <laughs> It's Hydra and Bronco, the two big flippers, and it wasn't really a fight. Hydra bullied no. Bronco. Yeah. Calm the fuck down, Hydra. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I say I saved this one for Bite Force, but you know what? I'm going to do it. Hydra is fucking daft. It is. Hey. It's, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's silly. It's just it's just silly. <laughs> is there anything any other way you can describe it? No, I have to say, you know, um, one thing I, I kind of not criticise Hydra for, but like, you know, kind of, it's the one thing you kind of think, okay, they can they can do better. Is probably the driving this season. I think they could be. They, you know, obviously, it's a new machine. They're not really used to how the weapon is. I think this is their first out and out flipper. Like, obviously, you got, you know, whatever uh, Warrior was. Been, <laughs> but like, you know, Hydra at the start of the season, you know, kind of struggled to get, you know, into killing zone straight away. Like they they struggled with the you know, getting under people and kind of timing the flipper right. This fight, they were perfect. Yeah, they were right on Bronco from the very beginning. Uh, I'm interested as to why Bronco used the curve uh, fingers. And, and at the front you as know? well. What? Yeah. Like, they're playing they, a wedge game. That was just <laughs> Maybe they knew they were going to lose and just thought, screw it. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let, let's launch ourselves. You know what my favorite part about this fight was? Uh... I don't know how much everybody knows, but uh, a team member on um, on uh, Hydra is it's Dick Stuplick, and he had new cruelty back in the day, and he wow. lost to Toro in the final, so he was super happy at the end of this fight. <laughs> I must you see him going high fiving the crowd. Yeah, he was loving life when he was you know, given a full on lap of honor and everything. One thing oh, I, yeah, I did great. I did like as well about Hydra, they, I think they posted it online. They didn't really show it in the episode. I don't think. Was they changed the front end? They actually put hinged wedges as well on Hydra, just to make sure they got underneath. See, I wish this this main event was in a bit earlier in the season, because I feel like it's a, not not so much a waste as such. But I mean, not being no disrespect to Bronco here, but let's be honest, even if it won this fight, it wasn't going to make it into no. the bracket. No, I, mean, it wasn't. I think Hydra's a pretty fair shout to get into the bracket at that point, anyway. So it was a bit of a 
I, I would have preferred just seen it a bit earlier on when it was still oh, 50-50, who, which of these two could go on to go in the bracket. But yeah, it was still a, it was still fun just to see Bronco get launched around. And they were building this up so much where, like, it's going to fight Bronco so early in the season. This And this was before we really saw Bronco fight, you know? So we didn't yes, know what too. we didn't know it was going to go 0-4. So if you're Hydra, you're like, man, I don't want to fight Bronco. They're 0-3. That's not going to help me at all. Yeah, exactly. uh, record-wise, I want to fight. I want to fight Bite Force. I want to fight Black or not Black Dragon. They're already in. Uh, I want to fight <laughs> like uh, uh, I don't know, like Duck or something like that, or yeah, or, Witch or Doctor. Death Roll early in the season, or maybe earlier in the season, or Witch Doctor earlier in the season. You know what I mean? So it's like, ah, but they built this up so much that so they had to do the fight because it's, it's the flipper battle, you know. But I don't think any, I don't think any of the producers thought that, that Bronco was going to have I, this I'm kind of season. I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they gave us this fight because last season, you know, Endgame called out Tombstone and then we never got the fight. Yeah. And then here we are, you know, last uh, sort of regular season episode of the year and, uh, and and they give us the give us the fight that's been hyped up since the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It just I mean, seems like... If there's one thing that you can say about the BattleBots producers and that's that they, they do listen to the fans and if we say, yeah. oh, yeah, we want something... They are very happy to try and implement it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you hear that, BBC? <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, the run reruns are trying. They're they got that contract still. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're making something. money with it. I will say one thing as well. Like yeah, this, this, this feat of them. This fight for me kind of shows, like everything Hydra have done this season, or that, that team they've operated in such a way they've they've just done everything right. Bronco for me, they've just done everything, like, not wrong, but like they just haven't got it right this year. They haven't got it right, and. I don't. I think I did feel bad for them. You know, turning up to BattleBots going 0 and 4 when you're like used to winning. Let's be real here. They've they finished, you know, top 16 every year. Um, obviously higher earlier on, but it just seems to me that there's just I don't know. Like, where do, where do you go from here if if you're if you're Bronco? Like, I want I want to bring Orion in. Where do you go if you're Bronco? You're you're in charge of Team Inertia, you know, Inertia Labs. Where do you go from here? Um. Well, there's really only. Uh, kind of two ways for them to go, in my opinion. And that is, they stay the course and try and make Bronco the best Bronco it can be, which for me means shortening the wheelbase. It means ditching a lot of titanium and replacing it with steel because the more I do this, the more I think titanium is the wrong metal for BattleBots. Yeah. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but they broke two titanium flipping arms this season. So, <laughs> and they they switched to uh, you know something else later on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like if you break all your titanium stuff, um, Sonowayachi also had problems with their titanium uh, impactor arms. They were constantly over there in the uh, welding booth getting those things. Uh, welded back up because they were constantly cracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Gigabyte uh, had problems as well last season, didn't they? Yeah, uh, I think uh, we are seeing the end of titanium as a material in BattleBots. I think it'll I think it'll still be usable um, for like armor panels that are flat, but uh, I personally think in weapon systems and as like shell spinners, I think. It, you can't run it anymore. Uh, mm. You can save so much weight and space with lithium polymer batteries mm. and brushless to a lesser extent. Um, but 
you can save so much weight that you can run thick steel and have these huge massive hits that the advantage of titanium has gone away. Like when you had to run big SLAs or NICADs or something like yeah. that, then you only had so much weight, so you had to run titanium. But everyone was had less power, and they have the same constraints. So uh, I think we're going to see titanium go away and away and away. You, you just reminded me of something, Orion, where uh, I, I was on the, the uh, I don't know if it was the BattleBots Facebook group or the Combat Robotics Facebook group, but John Melandic posted something that he's he's looking into changing the shell for gigabyte or megabyte or whatever. He's he's looking for uh, options for different metal choices, and free, freaking Will Bales is like, oh yeah, so when's the S7 billet uh, <laughs> uh, gigabyte shell coming? I'm like, come on, man. And I just got I, that day. just was really funny. One to day me. it'll happen, you know. Girl. <laughs> well, I mean, so here's. There are some advantages, obviously, to going with a big billet. You don't yeah. have the weakness of doing some kind of roll forming. You don't have the weakness of doing welds. But it's a big waste of material. Like, Absolutely. we all know that. Mm -hmm. And then there's a big risk of if anything goes wrong with that machining, like any one of, you know, probably 12 machining operations, mm -hmm. any of those numbers that get missed, like, you've wrecked, like, a whole bunch of material and for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a shame. I mean, Bron Bronco, like, they're kind of stagnated. I mean, if you look at Bronco now and you look at the when they entered, re-entered BattleBots in 2015, you know, you can kind of, you know, they're, they're very much one of, say, two, three teams that you kind of think, yeah, it's exactly the same, you know, lineage, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I think... I don't know if a major change needs to happen. I think, you know, again, I mean, look at last season. They, they fought good teams last season. Okay, teams suited to their machine, yes, but they, they fought teams that were good. You know, Sawblaze, Duck, you know, good, solid machines. And I think, you know, they, they obviously did very well. They they went 4-0 and last year, whereas this year, it's just everything's kind of come back against them. I think Bronco, as a concept, is still good. I think it's just yeah. small things that need to change. I mean, personally, I love the six-wheel drive Bronco. I want that back. Let's be real here. I, I want all the wheels. But, um, you know, it's just... I don't know. It just hasn't gone their way this year. And I think they can... I, I think, you know, they seemed upset. I think, you know, they're a bit disappointed. But they can't really complain considering the fact that they didn't change that much. Well, I'm sure internally there's things that are different and the, and the frame is shorter and... That's that, that's the thing. Uh, it, it it's tough when you go away from a competition, learning all these, learning all the things that you've learned. You know what I mean, and trying to make improvements, little improvements here and there. And it, sometimes the things you try to change start to compound, and it just you, you you don't know until you show up, and you don't know who's coming. You know what I mean? Where we didn't know what what the field was going to look like this year, and you, you get little inklings on Facebook of teams saying they're going to apply and stuff like that in the Reddit group, all putting things together, and <laughs> you, you, you try to plan for everything, and you never know how it's going to go, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the other option that they have, instead of continuing down kind of the Bronco flipper path, is to pivot and make a different robot. So I know. Like, it's, uh, it's so hard, though, because they, they've made flippers for what? Decade? Forever. Longer? <laughs> Since the dawn of... They've, they've made other things, too. <laughs> they, they well, I know, yeah. We, we had, we had what, Rhino once upon a time? We had the, the, the little pokey bit out the they, front. They had a spinner uh, once, didn't they? I remember that. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, though. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they, had, had the they had the butcher. Spinner. The butcher yeah. was yeah, ridiculous. It was a <laughs> <the> <laughs> spinner or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I believe it was a starter <laughs> turbine out of some kind of aircraft. That's <laughs> so silly. I love, bring yeah. that back. Let's, yeah. let's, let's bring the butcher back in 2019. Um, can I can I uh, talk about Hydra for a minute? I was going to say, please yeah. do. Yeah, so Hydra's interesting where, yeah, they're 4-0. and That's that's incredibly impressive. But who have they fought? Uh, they, they, they fought free shipping, which I think is their best win. Uh, and then they fought Petunia, and Petunia didn't do so well this year. They fought Warhawk, and Warhawk had to go through Desperado, and maybe their season wasn't so great. And then they fought Bronco, who ended up with a donut on the win, in the win column. So I'm I'm interested to see how Hydra would stand up to like a, a, a spinner of any kind. Because we saw a little bit of that in the Warhawk fight, where we saw a little bit of cosmetic damage on one of the skirts, but that was about it. Uh, and then it went it went ham and split Warhawk into three. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very interested to see Hydra really get tested because I don't think they've been tested much this year. No, I would, uh, I would agree. So yeah, so I'm, I, 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 it's it's interesting. I, I, I don't know where I rank them. Like, do you rank them in the top four because they have a four and zero record? I because would there's, purely, there's, purely because, because four. purely because of the way that they performed in those fights i mean they, they as you say they haven't been challenged because they've been very good i think as well that, that's true yeah. but you, you are right i mean you look at their opponents and you kind of think they're not easy wins but like there's no headline apart from maybe bronco but bronco as you said has had a poor season yeah you but know, of course how did we know that was going to happen you know exactly exactly but i think i think it's fair to say that you know with with hydra's record i think they've done an incredible job and i think they deserve a lot of, you know, take nothing away from Hydra this fight. You know, they beat Bronco hands down. They were the better oh, machine yeah. and they turned up and they turned them over. And they got them stuck in a spot that, like, how did you get any, how did, <laughs> how did they get them stuck there? I have no, they, they almost, not, not toasted, but they, they got, like, snagged, didn't they? But, yeah. but for me, Hydra, you know, it's hands down in the top 16 for me. Like, there's, oh. there's not, you know, probably no top question. eight as well. Top eight as well for yes. me, but. Yeah, I do agree. You know, it's questionable. Would you put them top four? I'd say yes, purely because of their record. But you know, you are right. Their their opponents leave a bit to be desired. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens and who they get in the uh, in the bracket. And yes. uh, yeah, and like you say, Steve, to see them tested. Yes, definitely. Because uh, you know, they could surprise and put on a dominant showing. Equally, it's a bit of an unknown. Perhaps mm. they'll be very vulnerable, and we'll get a bit of a, a surprise knockout. Yeah, we'll see. One of the most amazing things about Hydra to me is, other than like say uh, electronics and batteries, there is nothing in Hydra that didn't exist in the Comedy Central BattleBots era. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so I mean, they are leveraging lipo batteries. And they do have newer speed controllers and uh, radio gear. But other than that, all the hydraulic stuff that they have in there that makes that flipper go, it all runs off of a brushed motor, you know, brushed amp flow, just like everybody else is running on drive. Mm. Um, there is nothing special in that setup other than just some R&D and figuring it out and thinking about it differently than anyone thought about it. So that's crazy to think that it's possible we could have seen a, a hydraulic flipper in the classic series. It's just no one really went that route, and maybe it, maybe yeah. it was a weight issue with batteries. So, I mean, so here's the thing: like, it it, it has a pneumatic 
um, accumulator mm-hmm. system in it. So it's it's got two pneumatic accumulators uh, that are piston type. So the the pump pushes those those pistons back, and it compresses a bunch of of air behind those pistons, and then they just open a big valve, and that's what act, activates the flipper. And all like all that stuff has existed, you know. Uh, for a long time now. I mean, there are garbage trucks driving around with pneumatic accumulators. Not yeah. those pneumatic accumulators, but different <laughs> pneumatic accumulators. Right, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's just impressive to see the application of the technology and to get it all fitting inside of a robot is, is pretty amazing. It's, it's interesting as well, because obviously you bring that up, like you, they've obviously put a lot of time and effort into figuring this out. It scares me to think this is their first attempt at a hydraulic-powered flipper. There is a long, like, Bronco is kind of like the evolution of years and years and years and years of development of pneumatic flippers. This has a long way to go. <laughs> Hydra could end up being ridiculous in, say, 10, 15 years' time or whatever it is, you know, however long it takes. They could really, you know, if they can nail this down, this could be certainly something to be feared within a, in a few years' time. Yeah, the hang time that Bronco gets in this fight is ridiculous. Absolutely. Like, uh, the, 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 the replays at the end of the fight where they're just showing Hydra flipping, and you see the flipper going up, and then it's just nothing, and then all of a sudden you see Bronco just kind of fall out of the sky. Uh, just yeah. into frame. So it's it, it's definitely... I, I can't wait to see what happens with Hydra this season and how they evolve it. It's just so exciting. I will say there are a lot of builders who are scratching their heads thinking about building hydraulic uh, flipper-based bots. Um, so, uh, one thing I, I will say is personally, I think it as a two-wheel drive bot, like that same hydraulic flipper setup in a two-wheel drive bot with a very wide stance could do something that Hydra didn't, which is move around the arena with a little bit more turning authority. They, they're, I mean, I'm... It drove fine, and obviously yeah. they've, they've gotten four wins. Yes. But, um, you know, obviously I come from a, a few different robots that have wide two-wheel drive stances, so mm-hmm. I look at that weapon system and I think you could apply that and maneuver that so well with, like, a real wide stance two-wheel drive platform. Or just a shorter wheelbase, honestly. Something that's got a little bit more yeah. of a, a turning aptitude, you know? Yeah. And you can see where the flipper ends. There's no reason why that robot couldn't be repackaged into a slightly different shape. Like that mm-hmm. it, they don't need the giant arm like like Bronco has. Something makes me think Jake Jake is already thinking. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> you if they've already got something into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is this is something that I've been some brushless stuff from them too considering the their Facebook posts and Falcon and yeah, the, the, the limit is very high for Hydra, and I think, you know, it's, it's exciting to see, that's for sure. Uh, Oliver? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, just again, on, the, on the whole lines of new technology and that kind of thing, it's, I think this is why it's so exciting having BattleBots back regularly. Yes. Um, is because it's a, you know, it's not an open competition like it used to be, you know, there's a, uh, you've got to apply, you've got to excite the selection committee, committee to get in. Yep. You're getting more out there designs, more innovation than you would have before. I, uh, I've said this a couple of times before, but they, I saw this uh, panel, BattleBots panel from DragonCon, I think it was a couple of years ago, uh, with uh, I think it was Charles Guan, uh, Lisa Winters, uh, and somebody else who I've forgotten. Um, but they were, you know, they were discussing how you know, Robot, Robot Combat's got stuck in this rut of 
wedge and spinner um, flipper and one will be, you know, it's like rock, paper, scissors. But I think mm. now that we've got BattleBots back and, you know, people are trying more innovative designs, mm. you know, who would have thought that, you know, saw blades would be effective again, that crushers would be, you know, getting wins. Yeah. And that's filtering down into all the lighter weight classes as well. You know, saw bots in, you know, the beetle weight class, like um, saw, um, maximum overdrive. And, <laughs> Yeah, all all that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I'm hoping again that you know, with the the hydraulic flipper, that's something that we you know, didn't really think that we would see. Uh, in fact, you know, we've got not only a hydraulic flipper but a pneumatic crusher. <laughs> that, you know, it, yep. A few years ago, that would have kind of confused everybody and thought, yeah, well, that's that seems to be the wrong way around. But both of them are doing really well, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's just an exciting time to be alive and uh, and to be <laughs> seeing robot robot combat because it's. Despite the fact that we've lost Robot Wars, it's almost in a better place than it has been in quite a number of years, just because of the amount of new ideas and new innovation that's going into it. Yeah, yeah I the, agree. The, definitely. The, the, the whole, like, uh, instead of following the meta, there's some teams that are really challenging it, you know what I mean, and pushing limits, and you know what I mean? Like, try to, instead of just following the, uh, the, the what works, let's, let's try something that's just completely mad. And see if see if that's that that's the way it goes, and then people maybe will follow us because we we defined a new meta. You know what I mean? So that's it, it's really exciting. We picked a good universe to live in. I gotta say, <laughs> of, of all the ones that we could have ended up in, I think this is a good one. I, I completely <laughs> agree. I completely agree. Um, with that said, I think that brings us quite nicely to the end of um, episode thirteen. I will ask one final question to Orion. Did okay. you think you'd done enough to get into the top sixteen? You know, it's it's always hard to say. Um, it it definitely felt better than last season, where you know we had a three and one record as well, but we had you know only judges' decisions instead of two knockouts, and uh, the robot was in real you know rough shape at the end. You know, we, we're kind of out of spare parts. Um, the hardware store trip is why, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean. What do you do, right? So one thing I think that did us in when it came to selections uh, last time is, you know, we didn't have the spare parts, and we were all just freaking done from, like, building stuff at BattleBots. We were all, as a team, we were just out of energy. Yeah. Like, uh, and so we were just going to make a, like, hammer set up uh, for the robot uh, instead of running the angle grinder because although that was, you know, hilarious it was, you know, not very effective and <laughs> counted against us damage-wise. So we were just going to go and an AR-400 um, spike, like pick things for it. And I, I think when BattleBots heard that, that's when, when we were uh, not considered. As soon as we didn't have anything that could cause a big shower of sparks they just didn't want anything to do with us. Yeah. Oh, well. But now you have yeah. a big spinning thing that causes sparks, so you here's do. the chance. You do indeed. <laughs> and we have a spare one. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. Like, oh, that's a good answer. Okay. So, is everyone excited for next week? That's the main thing. <laughs> oh, so, so. This, this whole, like the selection committee has something on their mind. It's been, it's, been, it's been waiting for weeks. We still don't know what it is, but we're going to find out. It's going to I'm be... I'm scared. It's, it's going to be great. I'm sure. 
It's gonna be it's gonna be great. I can't wait. Um. Anyway, with that said, I've been Sam Elliott sixty four. I've been Anthony Digital Guru. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I'm a Ryan Beach. I'm Oliver, the evil dork from ESC. <laughs> and um, the three of us, at least, will see you next week for the big twist of whatever it may be. And uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. I didn't know I'm in that shot while I'm working on BattleBots. <laughs>